So one of our top national stories this morning is uh, the separate plane crashes that happened over the weekend across the country. One of those uh, was an air show crash in Wisconsin. Let's bring in our aviation analyst, Jay Ratliff. Good morning, Jay. What's the latest that we know of this incident that happened? Well, we know that we had four fatalities and two people that were injured in those two separate crashes that uh, took place in uh, in and around uh, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Of course, uh, aviation enthusiasts know that the Oshkosh Air Show, uh, which comes uh, normally right after the Dayton Air Show in Ohio, is uh, one of the nation's largest. They have people coming in from all over the place. I think they had 650,000-plus visitors uh, to the show itself. And uh, we had these two crashes. Uh, we had one that happened off uh, the field, which was not a part of the air show. And then we had the two collision of the two aircraft that were uh, actually at the air show. And they had to shut everything down for about two hours as the FAA came in to obviously take care of the situation, but then uh, also to make sure that the, the debris and everything was cleared from, from the area. Uh, I've attended an air show, sadly, where there has been a fatality. And it's, uh, it's a difficult time because everybody's there having a, a, a good uh, time enjoying uh, you know, aviation, and then all of a sudden uh, something happens where you have an accident like that, and it's uh, yeah, it just uh, it's a sad, sad thing when it happens. And uh, the Federal Aviation Administration and the National Transportation Safety Board and both of those separate accidents will investigate to see exactly what the cause or causes were. Uh, and again, we had the four fatalities with at least two injuries. We had the air show crash happen in Wisconsin. There was another plane crash collision that happened in California. And then I, I just saw the video on social media, a plane crashing into water. Uh, I think it was in New Hampshire. But uh, it's crazy to think that all these incidents happened in one weekend uh, involving small aircraft. How often does this happen? How rare was this and how concerning is this that this kind of all happened in one weekend? Well, we'll see. I mean, from a general aviation standpoint, um, normally at least once a week I'll get a report of, of an accident and uh, from a general aviation aircraft. Sadly, many times these reports accompany serious injuries and or fatalities. Uh, it's normally minor news, uh, sadly. I hate to even use that term, but it is because the fact that a lot of these do not make national news. Um, it, it, because the fact that one was around a, a, an air show is what got the news there and, and kind of, I think, highlighted the other accidents that took place. But, you know, from a commercial aviation standpoint, you have to go back to January of 2009 from, for the, to see the last commercial airline accident uh, from a crash standpoint here in the United States. So it, it's something that, thankfully, is, is a very rare occurrence. We hope it continues to be the case. But when you're talking about general aviation aircraft, uh, we will have uh, several fatalities a month uh, from uh, the accidents that occur with those, and uh, it's it's you know it's a sad situation when it takes place. Each time it occurs, uh, investigations uh, are conducted to try to find out what the cause or sometimes multiple causes were, and uh, then a report is issued that's shared within the aviation community as a way to try to make uh, general aviation uh, safer for everyone involved as we learn what took place. We're talking with our aviation analyst, Jay Ratliff, here on the WPTF Morning Show. Jay, a couple of other aviation stories that I want to talk to you about. I saw that a United Airlines flight had to make an emergency landing because smoke filled the cockpit. Now, you say that this specific plane might be a little jinxed 
<laughs> if you will. Why, why is that? It was a couple of weeks, no, it was a week before when this aircraft had one of the emergency uh, slides that fell off the aircraft, landed in the backyard of a, uh, in Chicago uh, on the, as the flight was coming in to land, coming off of an international flight. Um, in this particular situation, it was flying from Chicago to Zurich when smoke started to fill the cockpit, and that's when they had to declare an emergency, turn around and come back and land in Chicago. So uh, the FAA is still investigating how that emergency slide uh, deployed from the aircraft landing in the backyard, and now they've got another investigation on this plane to figure out why smoke was filling the cockpit. If I'm a United pilot, I don't know if I'm real anxious to jump in behind the controls of this bad boy. <laughs> Jay, tell me more about, uh, there's another story. Tell me more about this uh, Delta passenger that was served uh, a lot of drinks and then somehow, some way, got into a, some trouble. He did. Uh, in fact, it was a Delta passenger on a flight from uh, JFK to Athens, nine hours. And the man was uh, given uh, 10 different vodka drinks, glass of wine, and more. And he's seated in an aisle seat with a teenager next to him and a mom to the far right. And uh, the more he drinks, the more that he starts to harass the teen and the mom. And the mom was complaining to flight attendants, pleading that they get moved or this guy get moved, and the crew wouldn't do it. Um, and that's even after the man, uh, they had complaints that the man was touching the mom and the teen in an inappropriate way. Now, finally, a nearby passenger, a man, was hearing the commotion, and he told the mom, look, I'll trade seats with the teen. I'll sit between you and this guy. And she said, thank you. And he did uh, for the rest of the flight. When the flight landed, uh, the mom was shocked that the man wasn't even detained for questioning. Off he went. And wow. Delta did offer a 5,000 frequent flyer miles to mom as an apology, and she said absolutely not. And she's going to sue Delta, saying there's no way that they should have uh, exposed her and her daughter to that kind of a situation and certainly shouldn't have continued to serve drinks to a man that was obviously intoxicated. Yeah, that's that was my question when I read that headline, is more than close to a dozen alcoholic drinks on a nine-hour flight, why do they keep doing that? Why do you well, keep you, allowing him to do that? Well, you know, you, you might have the flight who's taking care of you, give you several drinks, and then you might stroll back to the back galley where another flight attendant is in and say, oh, by the way, you know, I'm back here at the lavatory. Can I get a glass of wine? Sure, no problem. Here you go. It may not be the same one, but after a while it became clear that this guy was creating a problem and why apparently he was still giving drinks after that point. I don't know. Uh, flight attendants, just like a bartender, uh, can cut anyone off if they feel like they're they're drinking too much. Yeah, didn't happen here. Jeez, Jay Ratliff, we appreciate you uh, every Monday morning being with us here on the WPTF Morning Show. Thanks so much. Hey, it's my pleasure. And if anyone's flying today, Washington D.C. and Tampa could give us some delays. This should be a good day to fly.